Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you once again for joining me on this special Sunday night edition of Tuesdays for Tomorrow, where the main topic of our new message is this, blah, 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 revisited. So join me tonight here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow. And so, ladies and gentlemen, for this new message, I was just thought I'd ask you all just how are you all doing? As for me, I'm doing pretty well, if you ask me. But however, as I looked on the news, both today and the day before, well, let's start off with this. Day before today, which was Friday evening of last week, I had my first uh, live speech recital in front of a live crowd at a special event, which I hope you all enjoyed the uh, entry here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow that was entitled My Speech on Patriotism that I rebroadcasted. Well, let's just say I got three standing ovations for it and some handful of praise. And yet, if you were listening to that episode, I'd just like to say that uh, thank you very much for all your support and well wishes. So, that was... Day before yesterday, Friday evening, when I joined everybody else for karaoke night, which, yes, I almost got my ears blown off because the music was so loud, is that it was that um, I barely couldn't even hear myself reciting my patriotism speech. But, but yes, if you all did join me back then, I sincerely do thank you all for your praises and and uh, congrats. So. So anyhow, as we looked towards the uh, realm of today's historic events, and I am sorry to say that none of it has really changed these these past few days. War is still going on in the Ukraine between both Russia and Ukraine. And over in Germany, where they're having that, um, should we say, UN climate summit or a conference or whatever you want to call it, Yes, uh, I already know there are some people in that are still spying about the uh, UN's so-called climate agenda, which actually I think they shouldn't have any because A, mankind cannot control the climate nor nor the weather, in which scientifically uh, the word climate is actually another, another word for weather or weather change or weather prediction, however you want to look at it. And B, it's not up to mankind. World governments are even our own aloof and corrupt national government over here in the United States to do what's um, what they call try to promote clean natural gas, in which I have no problem with, but them trying to go eco-friendly and having us eat bugs instead of them, well, that's we all should be firmly against because A, bugs can actually can kill you from the inside out, and B, some bugs are not even appetizing or pleasing to eat in general. But yes, um, they're trying to bring back the Green New Deal. I'm sorry to say, ladies and gentlemen, which I, I sincerely think it's very foolhardy and very foolish of them and downright ridiculous that why would they try to resurrect a um, long-dead, supposedly clean air, anti-clean air, pro climate change fighting legislation that does not make sense and has no logical meaning or purpose. 
all because of those Canadian wildfires, as you as you all have been um, sincerely been paying attention to these days, either on the newspapers or on the news, on TV or online or even on social media, all because those wildfires that started off in Canada, I think it was in the countryside parts of Quebec, that later spread all over the entire country because later boost some of their, should we say, air pulling smoke towards our direction, especially on the eastern seaboard in places like New York, D.C., Baltimore, or Baltimore, or just simply Baltimore. Baltimore, or Philadelphia, Boston, Dover, wherever, um, and then just try to choke us with their with their, um, should we say, naturalized forest fire smoke, which really freaked out some people, as we all have noticed. The air now is getting much clearer, but back then it wasn't. It was like so hazy and smoke is like. Some people I heard they thought they were on the they were on the planet Vulcan in the Star Trek universe rather than on planet Earth, because the uh, red angry, angry sky that was over them, especially in NYC or the Big Apple. So, um, anyways, um, if you all haven't noticed, I've recently read about the UN Climate Summit over in Bonn, Germany, and all, all we're hearing nowadays is, you guessed it, blah, blah, blah. Both from the climate protests outside with their blah, blah, blah makeshift signs, some of them made out of discarded pizza boxes with big magic markers. Some of them go around saying blah, blah, blah all day. Even our, some of our world leaders are still going around and say, saying and telling us absolutely nothing about blah, blah, blah to people like, oh no, like our own leaders, for example, still telling us nothing about blah, blah, blah up their sleeves, thinking it's the ultimate ace in their card of, in their deck of cards. So, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, for right now, we're still being besieged by nothing but our world leaders and our own leaders as excuses and their excessive blah, blah, blah all day. So anyways, turning over to Tinseltown, nothing much is really happening except that the War of the Royals is still going on between you-know-who and the current monarch of Great Britain that, yes, I even heard that three Buckingham Palace guards have actually passed out because of this scorching heat over there. Can't say that we all blame them, but that's what really happened. So anyhow, back to the problems with Twitter. You all had tried to ask me a question, a very logical question. What do I think about the pizza boxes uh, war between Andrew Tate and our little 20-year-old Swedish friend, uh, Greta Thunberg? Well, first of all, Andrew Tate is still acting more like Praetor Shinzon from Star Trek, yes, from Star Trek Nemesis. But if you actually ask me what I really do think about him, I'll go ahead and tell you, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, I think that he's actually some kind of, should we say, deviated Thunberg. And I do wonder if if his so-called loyal fans um, ever did find out about his excessive deviations 
they'll probably think he's probably running or organizing a very secret mutiny of him and his Thumbergs. Not just both on real, real life and on real life, especially on his so-called imaginary matrix out there on social media, especially on Twitter. Now complete with pizza boxes and toy fake swords that he's been using to act like he's fighting off a great, deceiving, conniving, blah, 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 quoting, also fish, 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 and ribbit, ribbit, quoting Swedish friend Greta Thunberg off as if she were a fairy tale dragon. And he's like the knight in shining armor. Well, actually, he's more like the Praetor Shinzon of the Matrix, only without the Starship Scimitar. You know, the Reaver Warbird Scimitar from Star Trek Nemesis, the movie. He doesn't have that. So. But yeah, so anyhow, ever since his release, I heard or read online that he's still back up to his old antics about wanting to taunt both Greta and this mid-up matrix of his up the wazoo thinking he's, he's a force for good in which he tried to prove that with his own BBC interview with that lady. God bless her heart, but for the organization at the BBC that she's working for, well, they must really enjoy peddling out, peddling out a whole lot of, should we say, uninteresting and fake news reports. They're not like what they what they were back during the 1991 Persian Gulf War, in which like CNN, they report real news. But nowadays, all they ever care about is just fake news and you guessed it, blah, blah, blah. So, so anyhow, moving on from Andrew Tate to, well, let's just say War of the Millionaires and Billionaires, people like, Donald Trump, who's already been indicted already like twice to to our, should we say, planet Mars obsessed wannabe extraterrestrial UFO billionaire by the name of Elon Musk. <laughs> Tell you the truth, who knows? He might be actually be wrong about almost anything exactly everything that has been going on on our planet ever since he won the uh, 2001, I believe, uh, Time Person of the Year Award. No guess there, because I do still do remember everyone's reaction. Everyone got all ticked off about it. Well, I took some time. What was it yesterday? And I actually did figure out why he's so obsessed with the planet Mars. He's actually on a quest, all right, to go find the biggest and greatest nothing bugger, as he calls it, of his wildest dreams. And he'll think he'll find it on the planet Mars. So it's not just about him buying. Twitter and him obsessing about Mars. That actually is irrelevant and not really true about him. No. He's making all these starships so he can actually can go to Mars so he can find his greatest nothing burger that he thinks that it 
it's on that planet and it's out there. So how do I know all this, ladies and gentlemen, because I've personally, mentally and logically and especially intellectually, although I'm a very high, high functioning, high autistic person with Asperger's. So, so anyways, as I was telling you, um, yes, I personally have did all this stuff in my brain and I've actually figured it out why he's so much in a hurry to go to Mars. But let's just take back for a, for a slight second of that, ladies and gentlemen. Could an actual human being actually walk on the planet Mars? The more logical and encyclopedic definition or answer to that, ladies and gentlemen, is without the proper equipment, the answer is N-O. Why? Because A, Mars is too dry. B, the planet Mars is too cold. C, the atmosphere and the uh, toxic gases that surround Mars, both in and out, especially on the surface of Mars, are too very toxic for both humanoid and Earth, other Earth-bound vegetation to actually grow there and prosper there. So yes, unless if we, the human race, can actually could what should I call it, scientifically bring technology with us from Earth to actually terraform the red planet, which is actually the fourth planet within our solar system, and the coldest one since it's more further out away from the sun and from our own planet. Although there has been slight evidence that there was water on the planet several centuries ago, but Nowadays, it's just all barren, red rock, and dry desert that only robots and other remote control devices can actually can go on. So anyhow, the answer is yes, ladies and gentlemen. The human race and, and our entire humanity cannot simply just instantly colonize the planet Mars, either now or within a few years from now. Although some people are actually are predicting to say that we will be playing a big, huge flag on the surface of planet Mars, but I'm still not pretty sure about humanity from here, from our own planet Earth, actually going on the surface of Mars and colonizing it. If we did, and if it was successful, then we just witnessed the entire first beginnings of United Earth that later would evolve into, you guessed it, Deny a variation of planets, but of a real life version, not the uh, Star Trek universe version. So, anyhow, moving on, I did hear that our 20 year old Swedish, uh, should we say, blah, 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 quoting friend Greta, is about to graduate from high school. Well, that's nice. We should wish her all well afterwards. But I do wonder, however, ladies and gentlemen, what her, if she, if she ever was chosen to give a graduation speech, I wonder what that would actually sound like, both in English and Swedish. Well, if you all ask me, ladies and gentlemen, then it's a no-brainer. All oh, this is just blah, 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 
blah, blah, blah. Ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. School strike for the planet. Fish, fish, fish. Blah, blah, blah. And several a hundred times over. How very boring of her to read her supposedly high school graduation. But what actually does startle me about little Greta's uh, this sudden new achievement in her life, which we all shouldn't have a problem about, is the only wondrous question that's left about her is this. Why wait so long, several years later, just to graduate from high school? Especially if you live in Stockholm, Sweden. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, if I do know my Swedish history, which I actually did a book report back in the eighth grade, back when I was a teenager, long ever before Little Greta had ever existed, that the Swedish education system, unfortunately, is a little different from our country's and from everyone else's. But why wait this long? For that, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot give you a straight answer. In other words, the other is all we ever hear about is blah, blah, blah from her. Especially right now, it's just she's not holding a last celebratory school strike for the climate protest over in the front of the Swedish or Svenska Riksdagen, as they call it in, in the Swedish language or the Swedish parliament. Nothing but, yes, her sign says blah, blah, blah on it. So basically her life story is just blah, blah, blah. Well, I just want to say that I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I surely did. It was it was quiet. It was productive. I just kept myself busy for a while. And right now, as I look outside, the wind is starting to pick up. And I don't know if it's if a storm is coming, but the weather these days over here, where I'm standing on, has been success, successfully weird and sound, downright strange. Well, that's it for tonight's special episode. I know you're all expecting to uh, recite a speech, but problem is I have not written any more inspiring speeches for y'all. But who knows? Maybe one of these days I will record a speech in sometime in the near future. But till then, I bid you all good night, ladies and gentlemen. And may God bless all of us, our dear children, and our planet. And remember, I we what you think, not panic. I'd just like to say uh, thank you very much for joining me on this latest episode here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow. Hope you all enjoyed this message as long as many other entries I have made on onto this it's a very special podcast here on Spotify. I'm also found on iHeartRadio besides Spotify for podcasters or wherever people's online podcasts are being played. Once again, I'd like to say from the very bottom of my heart, thank you very much for supporting me on this very special endeavor that I have partaken. And I do hope that that um, if you if you are new to Tuesdays for Tomorrow, please feel free to stop by, explore my previous entries here on here on the entire um, podcast. And if you want to add me or follow me on Tuesdays tomorrow here on Spotify or on Spotify for anchors, or even just on iHeartRadio. go ahead and click, click that button where it says follow. And, uh, we, we sincerely do welcome to you all to the, uh, thing, but 
But yes, thank you very much for supporting me and for all your praises. And until then, I'll see you next time here on Tuesdays for Tomorrow. Good night, everyone.